0: how's it going this is sideshow fraser a podcast about fraser and one other show from the same broadcast week in history it's hosted by me steve Shackelford, and my good longtime friend here jordan wilson uh, this week on sideshow fraser we are talking about the wonderful but also pretty creepy episode of fraser called here's looking at you it aired thursday october 4th 1993 And our sideshow of the week is uh, "Saved by the Bell: The College Years," season one of one, episode seven, the poker game. (laughs) (laughs) One of one. I'm just clarifying for people, (laughs) just letting them know now, like. Hey, um, just because I said season one doesn't that was, mean yes, there's more is No, season two. Yeah, the, well,
1: it was a short. You know, they got they th- went through the entire story arc. They got what they needed. They got yeah. what
0: they needed. They I
1: believe that. after that there was the marriage or like the the wedding. It was like either a special or I saw it like on the you know. You like this? Watch this, you know.
0: <laughs> no, I don't, I don't like this. I don't know the chronological order of it. Did they get back together to get married?
1: There's a there is definitely look it up, but there's definitely a uh uh
0: you know like the wedding. SBTBTCY fans out there, let us know was there a, an additional wedding? I <laughs> I have no clue. I said I remember a Hawaiian excursion, but I feel uh-huh. like that was attached to the original series, not um not a marriage but man I might be wrong. Oh no, you got to dig in to find out. Clearly. So this week on Here's Looking at You, uh basically Fraser buys Martin a telescope as a gift and while looking through it Martin spots a woman with whom he becomes romantically involved and it's a uh, quite the tale indeed. That was the grammatically correct way of saying that, by the way. That was that was a nice touch.
1: That's with, I try with whom he was romantically involved.
0: Yeah, I try to speak like Frazier or at least put in the time for the Frasier episode. You'll see I do not put forth that same effort for Saved by the Bell, the college <laughs> years. It could be the most garbage grammar and language you've ever seen or heard. I look forward to that. Mm-hmm. The guest caller on this week, uh, there may be multiples, but I definitely clocked Jeff Daniels mm. up top yep. as Doug the caller here. I feel like you could, if you know
1: Jeff Daniels' voice, you could pretty much identify that one right away.
0: I know his toilet voice more than anything. That's the the Dumb and Dumber toilet voice oh. when he's uh, <laughs> okay. just really struggling. I I forget <laughs> the exact noise, but it's a. <laughs> and there's you know a mountain of splashes it's a total splashdown <laughs> sure our listeners appreciate that <laughs> if you uh, haven't <laughs> to c- seen dumb and dumber starring jim carrey and jeff daniels now's the time uh just to let you know it's a outstanding film it did very well i can't recall what year it was released probably 95 probably 96, 96 90s. right in there uh yeah jeff daniels wonderful actor Outstanding performances in Dumb and Dumber, the The Newsroom. Uh, oh, damn, that's a good show. Yeah. F- oh god, what was the bird movie he had? Fly Away Home. Okay. I, I think was that was the one that where one? where he, did they build a I think they, uh, they built, built the airplane? Oh man, I I do think they built
1: something. I didn't know that, that was one. Daniels. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I've only seen that movie once or twice. <laughs> when yeah, I was
0: a child. I, I, I was a kid when I saw <laughs> that, but I remember being like, oh, Jeff Daniels is kind of a serious dude. Why isn't he? Crapping on the toilet. Everybody's got to do that. Their serious role. Yeah, I think he actually like Fraser and Periscope serious. down. Nice. <laughs> I, I think it's down Periscope. Oh, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, down Periscope. Man, that movie's so. I, I mean, I don't want to offend Kelsey fans out there. <laughs> I don't want to hold on. I, I take that back. I don't want to judge it before I've given it a fair shake. I was about again, saying, it's kind of, I have not watched it in a very long time. You gotta pop that one in and see see if you're see if you still stick to that <sighs> opinion. I'll see. All right, so. We open up the episode up at KACL Studios here, and Doug, a.k.a. Jeff Daniels here, or vice versa, is our caller, and Fraser is a real a-hole right off the bat here, and Doug is just kind of explaining his problem that his mom is literally hanging around the house all the time, and Fraser, I believe, you know, becomes very nitpicky or pedantic and says, hey, man. I think you meant figuratively hanging around the house. And, uh, then Jeff Daniels explodes on, he him. goes off on him. Yeah. yeah. says he hates intellectual pinheads who, uh, have a superiority complex, yeah. I believe, and make people who reach out to them feel bad. I do this all the time and I'm not even an intellectual <laughs> pinhead. I just, I, you know, just do it just for my own, um, amusement. It's your own, your own pleasure. <clears throat> I'm working on it. I really try not to, uh, Literally, I don't mind. That one's just fine. <laughs> it's more other stuff. and you know uh, what's worse is I say things wrong all the time, and people don't call me on it, but I'm, you're
1: the grammar police to others.
0: Not really, but it's kind of my I'm more the like typo police because I have to check that stuff. But so you get it. He called it a pet peeve. You That's right. It was I, exactly. So I understand that it was a pet peeve. I think it was a lot of people's pet peeves oh, in the absolutely. 90s. Like they're real mad, and I think literally got added to the dictionary in the sarcastic or figurative sense because so many people misused it. The word literally mm-hmm. oh. has two meanings: the actual meaning of literally, and then the ironic meaning of literally <laughs> in the way, or you know the figurative usage that jeff daniels or doug intended to use here
1: that's not like urban dictionary that's the
0: merriam webster's no i do spend a lot of time on urban dictionary though check it out there's a lot of weird phrases on there (laughs) everything i thought was a normal phrase has like five other dirty meanings do you have like a username for urban dictionary
1: yeah steve the dweeb or something uh,
0: that's right i think i'm strip mall steve strip everywhere mall steve, uh, okay. yeah follow me on twitter strip mall steve it's a great handle by the way instagram strip mall i'm steve. not yeah but a lot of other places reddit strip mall steve come come check me out i can I'm,
1: never come up with a good handle like i'm always like do junk junko junko okay. and then people are like what is that yeah, I'm like, I mean, I, it's a i don't know it's a, a
0: clown that's <laughs> addicted to heroin i'm not sure it's like bozo but he's full of junk <laughs> he's just total junk junk clown you remember bozo now with more junk <laughs> all right uh when fraser's signing off here he does indicate he has a sponsor named pizza 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 which is just so good i <laughs> it made me want pizza immediately so I think they're ripping off Little Caesars, little Caesars a little yeah. bit. But it's, it, it
1: play play on current uh, advertising, I guess that would be out there. Pizza,
0: pizza. Mm, that's good. You got one. Okay, uh, pizza, pizza. Oh, absolutely. You got to do the like boom. boom. Yeah, pizza, pizza. It, and I looked at it last time when that little logo guy came across. He's got a spear with a piece of pizza on it's, the end of it. It's because it's Little Caesars, and he's Caesar. Yeah. Why isn't the spear a piece of crazy bread? Oh, I don't know. That's good it seems like a missed opportunity. That's what I was thinking. And then like it's got a really little bit of home. crazy sauce at the top of it there, like a little dripping, uh, you know, end on the end of the crazy Everybody bread. Everybody knows that all all ancient Greeks carried spears everywhere they went. I I mean, I suppose I, I'll be honest with you. I know very little about ancient Greek history. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. That's uh, surprising. Uh friends, Romans, country men lend, <laughs> lend me your beers i think i heard that in a comedy once i don't know yeah
1: like it was written by jeff daniels
0: <laughs> yeah they uh, wearing togas i don't know or whatever <laughs> that's a thing right uh and so after pizza 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 frazier does start kind of confiding in ross a little bit mentioning hey you know my dad just hangs around the house to which you're like yeah he's got a broken hip he's or retired yeah. yeah he's a retired man <laughs> i think that's kind of his job is to just rest and chill out and hang out i was
1: kind of thinking the same thing like what is it about, about i mean i guess it's just a natural thing to not want to see your parents age and become uh less active than they maybe used to have been and so you have this proclivity to want to try and get them involved and active you know active again and like my dad rides his bike, you know, uh, he's fallen off multiple times now, which uh, you
0: ride a double bike with the concert. Oh God. Do it, yeah, man. Dude. He would love that. I would if totally you bought ride him a double, a double bike, bike for his birthday, you know, th- consider you know, it done. Consider it done. That's, that's bike. the perfect gift. I've been you, trying to think of what to get him. You tell me when his birthday is <laughs> and Jan Speigelman's birthday, and I'll <laughs> send him over there, and I'll get you all a double or triple bike. All Hell right? Hell
1: yeah, a triple bike. And instead of it being like like all in a row, you have everybody next like side by side. So it's a triple bike where you ride side by side with each other. I think those do exist. They do. I'm yeah. pretty sure. What about when those round party bikes? Where yeah, you, that's what
0: I mean. I feel, like I think the party bikes sometimes have two bicyclist hosts or whatever and they're doing like funny stand-up and trivia at the same time like oh look over here on the right side this is where the first thomas jefferson building existed sure
1: and there's like a there's like a bar in the middle like a guy serving drinks to everybody oh undoubtedly yeah, yeah
0: so he gets his cash so yeah that's why they need a couple people up there they're like we can't pull 12 people back here with just one burly man, I don't care who this gentleman is, we can't do it. <laughs> um, that's why they get him. The uh, it, it, weird part of this scene is yeah, when Frazier's talking to Ross, is Ross uh, can fi- or uh, kicks back that her mom is the attorney general yeah, of, of Wisconsin. Wisconsin.
1: Yeah. And uh, again, I, I, it's just going to show that like, like, Ross is not, for whatever reason, they try and paint Ross sort of in this light of like that she's just a bumpkin, like super simple, yet she. Her mom is the attorney general of Wisconsin and is in public office. And, like, you know, it just, I don't know, it plays on the whole, like, uh, Niles always trying to dog Ross of being, you know, simple and non-educated. I don't know.
0: It is weird. She just loves production. Like, I don't know. She did seem excited. um I mean, I don't know she, that she's been on air much right now, but at this point, seems like she likes production, doesn't sure. have a lot of ambition, but I don't know. That's the thing. I know, <laughs> I know later in the series she gets, you know, excited about guest fill-ins and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but we don't know that at this point in 1993. We don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, the attorney general thing just makes me think, I don't know what an attorney general of a state does. I don't either. And then I've, you know, seen the big boys on... They're a lawyer, right? I mean, yeah, I think you have to be a lawyer obviously. to be an attorney general. Maybe not. Maybe you could just get the job. Let's try. Does the
1: attorney general just like oversee all of the cases that go
0: on in the entire state, or only cases that make it to like the state? Court. i don't even know if it's an appointed position or an elected position
1: you know far more about politics than i do i'm re-watching the west wing right now by the way which uh i know nothing about politics i never it's, it's like math i don't understand the way that it works i don't understand the processes involved i failed government multiple times throughout my school
0: career i think i know more about rob Lowe than i Didn't know about know politics <laughs> so I, I understand completely uh, i don't know much either so we get back to Fraser's apartment after Roz lets him know about all this stuff. And Fraser has bought Marty a telescope and almost immediately uh, Daphne walks in and Fraser starts perving out, yep. not on Daphne, but just letting her know, Oh, Hey, found this great gift for my dad. And, uh, you know, what I'd like to do is spot some naked ladies. Yeah, Fraser's a self-proclaimed voyeur, self-proclaimed. <sighs> and,
1: uh, he's like, uh, yeah, what's wrong with that? He says, uh, I don't know, I guess... <clears throat> Everything's... I mean, was
2: this just a thing now, in the you, 80s and 90s? if you
1: lived in Fraser's building and you had the opportunity, would you not be looking in on people's apartments? No. Really? No. I what do, do I... I, ca- I would. You have nothing what better... What do you mean? What would you... You don't people
0: watch? You don't go out and just watch people? Like, go to the park and just watch people? I hate people. You know this. <laughs> no, I don't go watch people. Why would I want to see more people? That's the last thing I want. I want to stay as far away from people as I can. You know, like, I mean, they're fine. I'm happy they exist, but yeah. I could do without them. They're fine. Such you know. an introvert. Sometimes. I mean, it's just, you know, they're cool. <laughs> I, li- I like my family. They're cool. Yeah. You know, I, And I like people. I'm not saying I don't like humans it's just groups of people i mean i could there's uh, bound to be people out there that that are
1: listening that would agree with you that would say like no i wouldn't peep in on on folks in their in their apartment i am of the of the other team where in which i would i would absolutely
0: do that i've dialed nine one already i'm about (laughs) to hit the other one right now i'm just getting an audio recorder set up here all right so you just keep talking buddy keep on talking (laughs) one Exactly. Once Marty walks in and hears Fraser talking about, "Oh, there's nothing wrong with peeping in." Fraser reveals the old um, telescope, and Marty's like, "Oh, cool." He's like, "Yeah, just uh, you know, take a look around. It's like a hundred channels, uh, you know, all this extra stuff in these people's buildings." And he quickly says, "I've locked people up for that. You yeah. can't do that kind of crap." That's sick. Yeah. But unfortunately, Martin kind of jumps in because as soon as he puts his little peeper in there. And I'm talking about his eye. Don't get all yeah, you know Jordan. I know how your brain works. <laughs> uh, he spots another person looking back in a telescope from another building. Does so. she have binoculars or does she have a telescope? Oh, good question. I don't know if she has uh, a. For some reason, for some reason, telescope. I think he says
1: binoculars, but I might be wrong. I don't know. Oh. there's there's true de- devotees out there that would probably uh, be able to tell us exactly off the top of their head. But
0: yeah, yell at Jordan about that one, not me. Send him all your hate mail. Um, so they start sending messages back and forth after that. I guess they like write it on a little notepad, which seems uh, excessive, you know? I mean, it's like... It's 1993. What else are they going to do? I don't know. Just leave each other alone. Like, I guess they're that bored, (laughs) you know? I mean, I guess the episode doesn't work if they don't leave or they just immediately leave each other alone, but... I mean, this is a bit of a classic story. Like, there's... I've seen other obviously Rear
1: Window, is it Rear Window? Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, the Simpsons episode that makes fun of Rear Window. (laughs) (laughs) All those classics that we know, like
0: this one and that other one that pulls from that that one. one. (laughs) Uh, As soon as they start sending messages, uh, they find out the the lady's name is Irene. She spots Frasier and knows who he is. She's like, oh, is that Frasier from the radio or something? And he's He's flattered and, uh, you know, immediately puts on his uh, media face to wave there, and he's all in good spirits. He's got to keep
1: his image up, even if it's, you know.
0: Yeah, and that's immediately where I'm like, what a terrible idea. Why did he tell him to look at other people? Like, (laughs) karma just bit you in the ass, Now, how long
1: do you think, because this is a weird element, because you called this episode creepy at the top of the show, which it's it is. There's elements of it being if you think about it that way, creepy, what would even be more creepy is if Irene has been peeping in on Fraser's apartment for like years,
0: like years. How creepy would that be? There's no saying there's no telling. She might have been. there's it, be no way of knowing exactly it it wasn't revealed in this episode, but that doesn't mean it hasn't been happening, yeah, and will not continue to happen
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They should have called it be- well that's a future episode but the, the episode with the lady in
0: red they should have called it back to that lady Turns out to be Irene in red. <laughs> Oh my
1: god we're off the
2: rails now <laughs> <laughs> What are do you doing? That's one of my
0: favorite songs I'm a big fan I think I borked that melody cuz I haven't heard it since a like mixed CD that was commercial pretty, I think from 1990 1990- Okay good that's what I thought Voice of an angel over here I'm told that all the time every day <laughs> So next scene we're still in Fraser's apartment here Frazier comes out rocking that striped robe. He loves that thing. He I, does. It signifies the morning. <laughs> I guess that's true. Good call. That's a good costuming piece yeah. to let people know, hey, the day has changed here. Fraser's not dressed. He's a slob, just like the rest of you. It's the next morning. It's hard to tell on that set. It's hard to
1: tell on any set at what time of day it is. So yeah, it's just a...
0: It really is up to the lighting people to let you know more than anything. I I'd imagine they got better about having better backdrops mm-hmm. that indicated what it was throughout the series. Sure, I and you, yeah, absolutely. All right, so Martin's been talking to her for three days. I guess that's what they're revealing here. It's now been three days. Fraser knows all about him. Fraser eventually is like, screw this, man. You've got paper all over the dang floor. I'm just giving this lady our phone number. You've killed a forest. I think he makes some quirk. He does. He says, save, I might save a
1: small forest.
0: Oh, good gravy. Um but Marvin or sorry Marvin. Marvin. That's right. It's a new character Marvin who walks in. Marty is nervous as f to talk to her. He doesn't want to talk to this woman after she immediately calls. Did you notice John Mahoney's like
1: he, such good acting right there. It is almost like a 7-year-old child when he's like dad it's for you and he he does this like little like shrug and like he <laughs> turns away just just superior body language in my I, opinion right there
0: i guess i would also say the nature of their exchange right there felt like a full house episode it for did. about like 5 5 seconds where i was like what is about to happen here it's like dad it's for you yeah. And you just like felt like the music was gonna come up and like Martin was gonna start crying. Like,
2: I know, I, I know it's for it. me.
0: <laughs> I know, I'm sorry I fell off that horse
1: and broke my head. I'm sorry. That's a good point. Now that you now that you say it in in that manner, you're you're kind of right, actually. It did kind of come off a little bit. Uh, it
2: was yeah. It was a
1: weird
0: lull in the episode. Sure. You're like, all right, creepy, creepy, it's kinda rolling along, and then she calls. And he's like, I don't want to take it. Tell her I'm not here. And he's like, Dad, he knows she's, she you're knows here. you're here. And it's all still pretty kind of light. And it's like, Dad, it's for you. <laughs> yeah, it's just this heavy moment. It's very odd. Uh, so anyway, Marty talks to her for a little bit, uh, then tells Fraser that uh, he didn't want to meet up with her, basically. That, and he's like, yeah, she asked if we wanted to meet up. I was like, nah, I don't really want to. So then we cut to Nervosa. Niles meets up with Frasier to ask about this Irene lady. And then he talks about a new character here. We do get Aunt Patrice or yeah. something like that. We're like, okay, I don't know. Maris's aunt. Yeah, why Maris's Aunt Patrice is here. But all that really happens here is they joke back and forth, talk about not a lot. It's more just a comedic exchange to reveal that Niles Aunt Patrice is waiting in the car, just setting up that she'll probably be around later. Does
1: it feel forced, like that the injection of this, you it, know, just rogue character, like just to just to throw in the the confusion with Marty? I guess.
0: Yes, it, it all felt very just like all right. We got to add some kind of weird you know, friction here at some point to their relationship. Where Fraser has to interject again, so sure. that it's not just the same same old same old basically. I mean, you can
1: imagine them just being in the writers room and they're like, "Okay, we know that we're going to try and deal with Martin in in relationship issues and and the fact that obviously, you know, his wife only died like what, 6 years before or something." So, the whole idea of trying to wrap up him moving on with his life and everything's like, all right. Well, what can we do? And Ugh.
0: yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Does Aunt Patrice come back? I didn't look it no, up on I like don't the think Frasier. So. That, I don't know. That's what's unfortunate. You're like, you just created some aunt out of thin air. Just I feel like, like I would have
1: remembered the spageka Bolognese like her it, little oh, language. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: she'll show up at some point. Good gravy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we get back to Frasier's apartment, and we quickly see Frasier talking to Freddie. On the phone, phone, yeah. I forget what the combo is. What's the combo? Oh, uh
1: he he was he had a bad dream and Fraser said something like dreams aren't real, Senator so and so isn't gonna get you in, you know, (laughs) or like something like that. So Freddie's dreaming about a senator coming after him that's his bad dream so don't even it's know. showing that you know Fre that that Freddie is a mirror image of his dad i guess that so so it lets you know that like oh he's got a son that's exactly like him or, or very much like he was maybe when he was a kid i
0: feel terrible for freddy's future children when <laughs> he <laughs> abandons them and moves over to seattle to we'll get to we'll get a glimpse because
1: Freddie Freddie's gonna be in the new Frasier, right
0: uh, they did have some casting announcements. Yeah. You're right. I did not cover all the new announcements on the show, but there have been some new ones. We'll we'll go in depth at the beginning or end of our next episode, talk about all the new reboot news. will be up to the minute. Reboot news. Reboot a, a, a podcast within a podcast.
2: Reboot
0: news. Reboot
1: news. Reboot news.
0: That's reboot, cool. I, okay. We reboot can reboot reboot do that. Reboot news. That's it. All right, we're gonna print that, and I, that's the end of the episode. Let's just uh, <laughs> let's just let's just end it there. Actually. Hope you enjoyed. That it sounds great. Yeah, exactly. have a good one. See you next week. We have a <laughs> real good one planned. Uh, so then we see Daphne looking through the telescope, and Fraser and Daphne start messing with Marty about Irene. We're Like, oh, she looks, she looks so sad. Did she, she's this, holding up a note it, it yeah. says was it something i wrote uh, he says that's what it was yeah what does fraser make up because certainly he like i think he jokingly makes something that's what up. he makes up he's yeah, like okay, he's like gotcha. she's,
1: she's got her head down she looks so sad oh she's holding a note it says was it Martin? was it something I wrote?
0: Is this where should they say she's like wearing a cocktail dress or like wearing some evening gown or something? I thought they're like, oh, she's dressed in like a gown. She's waiting. You're like <laughs> what a weird, creepy thing. <laughs> Maybe I just imagined that in my own head where I was like, how committed is this lady to it? If she knows this dude is peeping on her all the time, she's like really going full like I'm miserable over here. <laughs> Look at me in my best dress wears and like you know, trying to Sounds seduce like a, like you back. A,
1: Yeah, like a weird like billionaire lady. That That's lives what I by thought herself. was gonna
0: happen. This whole episode's <clears throat> creepy. You're just like, okay, and Lord knows what's gonna happen now. <laughs> Thank uh, you for helping me
1: see the the fact that this episode is a little bit creeped.
0: I don't know where it goes from here where you're like, oh, well, I looked in yours and you looked in mine, so I guess that's just the way it is forever and a day now. If I was Frazier, sure, I'd be like, what did I do to myself? Why did I encourage my old man to look around the city and start peeping on people? And <laughs> he took to it like a weirdo. So Niles um shows up with Aunt Patrice at that point, and patrice goes right for marty i guess she just sits down and starts talking to him or i forget what happened. well my
1: niles is is like let's go to the kitchen because daphne's like i'll go get some snacks and niles is like Frazier, come with us we'll go to the kitchen so these two can get more acquainted Mm, so niles knows what he's doing yeah
0: niles definitely knows what he's doing because he goes right in on daphne like you said as per usual he just hits on her all the time and well
1: and he makes a joke and he's like he's like uh Something about like, oh, I don't, you know, along the lines of, I don't think that that two people that are uh, that are exactly the same should should date or or work well together. And then and then Daphne says something to the contrary, like, oh, I think that I've never thought that opposites attract. And then he's like, that's what I'm saying. We're exactly alike. That's what I'm saying. And that's right. He does turn it around. And he's like, I'm years. just going to use
0: whatever you say as a setup for me to try to get one step closer to getting in here.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I mean, Niles is. I mean, just you know he's my favorite character i would i
0: would say Oh, you're revealing that on episode five? Episode five. I oh mean, yeah, gosh. it's because
1: it's too hard to keep in. Niles is, Niall, every every memorable scene, like we, when we were, when I had to
0: answer the security question I to get into it the You said it was Bulldog Facebooks, like three episodes ago. I don't think
1: I said he was my favorite character. Okay. I said, I love Bulldog.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> I think I said, I love
2: Bulldog. I, I,
1: I think it was more that I identify, if I was a character on the show, it'd probably okay. be Bulldog. You're probably Because right. I didn't go to Yale. I didn't go to Harvard. I'm not Fraser or Niles. <sighs> they went to like fucking Oxford. And, like, I'm not, <laughs> not that way. Well educated.
0: I can't tell you who my favorite character is at this point. I know long term, I think it is like Kenny. Long term, oh, but yep. at this point on the show, that's just because of heavyweights. Too. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is a hundred percent true. I know I you. That's just because of heavyweights. <laughs> such a great film. <laughs> I could watch Heavyweights every day and I don't know if it holds up but man I love that film. I it's, love
1: seeing that actor in random stuff like you'll, you'll Malcolm in the Middle or something he pops up and you're like
0: yeah I love seeing Paul Feig in those short shorts back oh, yeah. in Heavyweights yeah, we you're like oh my gosh Paul Feig wearing those cut off <laughs> Daisy Dukes out there just cruising around as a camp counselor having the time of his life.
1: God, wow. We could go off on, on Paul Feig. I wish that they had made a second season of Freaks and we won't go off
0: on it. But. Let's stop this episode and go watch heavyweights real quick. <laughs> All right, and we're back. And we're back. Okay, so uh, that was an excellent watching there. Like Jordan mentioned earlier, there's some weird G speak that occurs from Patrice here. Did you have any attempt at doing this? Or-
1: sp- she what she said that you have to put a G in between each syllable of a word. So if you're if we're saying like Shackelford, Shaga Gul Gifford. Chicago, go for it.
0: You can't say that even on a podcast. That's all banned. Those are all the worst words. How do I always say discriminatory things on accident? It's not even that it's discriminatory. It's just that it's offensive to people like me who have bumps on their lips. Maybe that's right herpes. There. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's a... <laughs> Don't all forget. Right. So, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, I would like to take a moment to let you all know that you can... Call in to 1-800-HERPES at any point in time. And I actually think that's not enough uh, numbers. So it's going to be one <laughs> 800 herpes Get, get 2. herpes. Yeah, exactly. Get her- <laughs> <laughs> Just experiment with it. Just dial a bunch of different numbers related to herpes and see. Just spell
1: stuff out. Yeah,
0: just spell stuff out. That's what we used to do back in the day. And you'd call some weird stuff and, uh, you know. That's how Frazier probably got a few of his calls. No one knows. Oh, nobody knows. No one knows if Frazier has herpes. They don't reveal it. <laughs> this is, by the way, this is probably the only podcast that talks about whether Fraser has herpes. Whether right? Fraser Crane
1: is, yeah, is is uh, is there a word like a like an adjective or like her- herpethetic? Herpified.
0: Herpified. Herpified. Herpified um, psychologist, or is he a psychiatrist? I never. Remember. He's a psychiatrist. A herpified and a medical doctor. A psychiatrist. A herpiatrist. I can't I I don't have a good one off the top of my head. I'll have to write down a list. You have to I, brainstorm? I will, unfortunately. So one cool part here is that Daphne comes out and proposes that she make some pizza rolls that the expiration date was yesterday. Where do you stand on expiration dates? You let it ride, or you... Oh, I see by your face over here. Uh, you have some opinions on this. Go go right ahead. Baby boy, I let them ride. Because unless it's
1: something like dairy, if it's growing mold... I think personally expiration dates might be a scam. They might be in some light, a bit scammy because of the fact that they're obviously just trying to make you buy more products. So if you have say dried pasta and it reads the expiration date uh, of, you know, February of 2021 and it's, you know, uh, I don't know, January. What is today? January 27th of, of say whatever of 2023. It's still good.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I haven't checked one in years. I just drink everything and anything. So I'm right there with you. I don't even know what they mean. If it makes
1: you vomit, you know that it went bad.
0: Yeah. yeah. If if it makes you vomit, call poison control or that herpes line from earlier. Yes. And you should, they can, you'll help find you out. out something. Uh, Frazier monitors Marty's body language about hugging Patrice. So Patrice comes and goes. I think, I don't even know if they say they're going to meet up again. That's why I'm like, I don't think this Patrice character exists in any other timeline. Not in this episode, at least. I can't remember. I think, I mean, Marty, Marty, like, she started speaking the G speak, and Marty was not into it. And he was like, uh, Niles, yeah. I think she's having a stroke yeah. or something. Which I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, like that's fine. Like you can't just say that anytime somebody's being weird. His
1: like, face was so priceless though. Like I know but like, he was generally concerned. and
0: I think she had already explained it to him at that point though. Like <laughs> I, was, I was like, I don't think that was unprompted. After she just did it one time, I think she had like kind of set it up. Like, hey, this is what I do, and this is a thing that I do, and it's kind of fun. You know who does this is George Stephanopoulos, and I'm not even going to try. Oh, to don't do even. That. Yeah, don't even try. Uh-huh.
1: Stiga, fuh, guh, you uh, got to give it to her. That's pretty damn hard to that's do. Just, I don't My do sister that, and but. my cousin used to do Optalk, which anybody from the 90s would probably have run into Optalk, where you put... Uh, I've
0: worn those overalls, Optalk, op-talk,
1: op-talk Bagash. Yeah, bagosh, I've worn those. <laughs> yeah, my
0: kids have some Corduroy, optosh Bagash, or whatever you said. Yeah, but that. some
1: people can just like, you know, they have a made-up language, and they can just speak it, you know, almost fluently, so...
0: It is weird it's
1: impressive
0: it it is very impressive i don't have that kind of control over my syllables and consonants oh god no (laughs) uh so marty i guess for some reason they start getting on to why marty won't go out with irene right fraser says like hey i saw you pull back from patrice you didn't want to hug her and i know why marty obviously you're in love (laughs) with with her (laughs) bingo he you know he's just like i know what's going on here and then Marty lies outright and says, oh, well, you know, we were talking on the phone that day, and Fraser, here's the deal. Her middle name is the same as your mom's, basically. Right. I think he reveals it a little bit more eloquently, but uh, that's basically what it comes down to. It's, yeah. hey, I didn't want her because she's got the same name as your mom. Yeah, so. he said her middle name is Rose, and Frazier was like, Rose is a beautiful name. There's nothing wrong with the name Rose. Rose was mother's middle name. And he's like, yeah. oh. oh oh. yeah which for makes no logical sense at all so it's like you're a creeper and like oddly superstitious or something like that you're like it's a common name like if you look at names from a certain era you're like yeah there's lots of dogs named luna that are girls that's just what happens you know you're like so that's not a big deal no biggie yeah, and Fraser, but see, Frazier's just so pushing his father
1: to be in a relationship. A, it gets him out and about, so he's not in the in the house so much. That's what his motivation is, right? He wants to see doesn't. It's all, on some level, he doesn't want to see his dad wither away into some grumpy old man that's you know bitter, and he so he wants him to thinks oh he'll get into a relationship and he'll be better, and uh, so Fraser's real hard on that. Uh, but yeah, Mar- <laughs> Marty's obviously not not too into it.
0: I suppose so. It all seems very self interested. Where Fraser's just like, yeah. yeah, he's hanging around. I want to get his ass out of here. And you're like, I don't think he can do a lot. Like that's I what I, that's what I was diplomatically trying to say. Yeah. I don't
1: want. I'm not trying to hate on Fraser. I fucking I love am. Fraser. Crave. Fraser's
0: an ass in this episode. <laughs> he's always an ass. Martin's a creep. Fraser's a perv. And Fraser's an ass in this episode, like always. <laughs> Niles came off okay. I mean, he was trying to pawn off that poor aunt lady. Maybe the aunt and Daphne came out the best in this episode. They're the stars of this one, for sure. (laughs) They're smelling sweet. Uh, So Hester's been gone for six years in 93, so we know she died in 87, so we could backtrack people's ages and stuff like that. Right. I'm not going to do that here. Uh, (laughs) Daphne hones in on, hey, I kind of know what it is, and she lists a few different things, and she's like, but the main thing was, I saw you leave your cane out of sight every time you went over to that telescope. And she did clock it earlier. You see Marty jump up out of his little stool while hanging at the telescope, and he doesn't grab the cane. It's like kind of waiting over behind a pillar or something. Sure. And, and Daphne does clock it, so they're very good about, hey, make sure that beat is in here where Daphne clocks that he doesn't have the cane with him or whatever. Right. And that, I guess that breaks him. Is that all that needed to happen? Is someone needed to bust him in his line? Somebody and needed right, to, well, yeah, to be able to see
1: what the real reason was. You got me. And Frazier
0: yeah. overlooked it, obviously, because he's too
1: highly educated. His, his education has has now impeded his like natural instincts. An egomaniac. Yes. He's a piece of
0: shit. I'm <laughs> sorry. I mean, I love Frick You could get you some know. blowback for that. <laughs> Steve
1: Shackelford at gmail.com. Yeah.
0: Email that guy. Hit him up. <laughs> That's not me. For me. Strip Mall Steve on uh, everywhere you can. I think Instagram, I'm something different, but check it out wherever. (laughs) Uh, Fraser's apartment is uh, where we left off here. And Marty has now invited Irene out on a date. Daphne broke him. So he's dressed in plaid and all dressed to the nines here. He's got a real bold tie for himself. He does, which has dog hair all over it. Oh, I I didn't. I forgot there was dog hair on it. Yeah, because he said the only way that he can tie his tie is if
1: he ties it on Eddie first
0: i forgot jack russell's shed quite a bit
1: oh god yeah they got that short little that short little coarse hair oh they're so cute though They are cute
0: ah oh, that dumb wishbone ruined it for everyone <laughs> poor wishbone stop hating
1: on wishbone man that was an important part of my childhood I will go
0: to my grave hating on wishbone except no that's Damn right. it, they Steve. dressed him up they dressed him up i like that they dress i was gonna say up.
1: he had so many cute costumes all you right. rewatched really Wishbone and you, you tell me you don't like that. Shout dog.
0: out to the customer or whoever that is, the wardrobe person. The wardrobe department. On, yeah. yeah, exactly. Good good call to them. <laughs> uh, this episode ends pretty oddly. Yeah. Like, a, I, oh, I mean, oh my gosh. Careful. It, it's, it's an <laughs> it's earthquake. Uh, that's right. That's how frustrated I am by this episode. <laughs> I'm just throwing my mic. <laughs> uh, so this episode ends pretty weirdly where we get just a cliffhanger mm-hmm. where the door opens and Marty Fraser, and Daphne. That's what I'm saying. Like they are like, looking pretty high up into the camera. So my question is, was she a giant woman? <laughs> and they couldn't tell from across the way. Cause they were all like looking up as if she was seven and a half feet tall. I don't so know why there the might camera be, was a, positioned there might there. be kind of
1: a stupid ethereal almost uh way of explaining this. I was reading some stuff on this episode and it, it, it it, the cinematography is very important, apparently, and there's there's one shot where Marty is framed in Frazier's kitchen, where he's alone. Somebody's looking back at him after Daphne's left the kitchen. I think it's Frazier maybe. And... He's just framed in the kitchen alone, surrounded by you know all the wood uh, that's supposed to symbolize his manhood and like how he's alone and nobody's there to comfort him. Da 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 da. And then that last shot is hit as the door frame where he's framed in there with both people in his life that he, that he cares about right now. Uh, so that's what that's what I'm trying to say is like there's I think. They were trying to make it like a big statement, as you said, like a like an after school special feeling of like, oh, that was that was just so warm and fuzzy.
0: I just think she was a giant. I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you. I, I appreciate everything you read about the cinematographer. And again, those are not, and my, that's not but, my views. The and, direction staff and cinematography staff <laughs> went into this. I think the writing staff was like, hey, and make sure she's a giant. And they're like, no, Dan, we're cutting the
1: giant thing. We like, can't. No, and we're not going to show her because we're not going to cast a giant woman, but she's like s- nearly seven foot tall.
0: We can't find a woman that big, Dan. We're not doing not on this. this not, not on this short notice, <laughs> yeah, Dan. We're, yeah, we're filming tomorrow, okay? I have no idea who wrote this episode. I really hope it's a guy named Dan. <laughs> I'll look it up after this. Shout out to Dan if he wrote Dan this the episode. Writer. Thanks, Dan. Dan, yeah, Dan the writer. We would really appreciate your work out there. All right, we are going to move right on along to one of the worst episodes of TV I've ever watched in my about? life. It's uh, SBTBTCY, otherwise known as Saved by the Bell, the college years. Mm. And this episode, The Poker Game. This was a great episode to... Uh, to. Not, I'm not saying the episode
1: was great. Let me finish. This was a great episode to revisit a stupid show like this don't you agree this was one of the best choices and it just happened to be you know it's like we chose it it was just it just happened to be on the same week so this I, I feel like this one was was the uh was the good one the
0: good choice yes uh this is one of the few that i kind of like remembered when i saw it okay. i mean again obviously there's <laughs> did like you t- watch it well there's tons of shows i remembered that aired but i'm more looking for like hey is there a show we haven't done yet that pops up on here? And is there an episode that I recall as being important or that I at least remember that episode in some way? So if it's a pilot of a series early on, we'll try to catch those every time. Right. Or if it's a, a big episode, we'll try to throw them in. Uh, but this one, yeah, I definitely watched it at the time. I can't say I watched it on primetime. Uh, for the primetime stuff, in terms of viewers, Frazier on this week got 23.9. I could find no information about Saved by the Bell. Really? (laughs) I would imagine it was 12 people at most. And if those 12 people didn't write hate mail to the show i'd be shocked because
1: this is deep into their own one and only season yeah you know? one season they probably got only. they probably got a pack of like nine episodes maybe 12 uh, at that point which
0: was like nothing
1: back then now it's like you know eight's pretty standard or whatever for a first season but
0: yeah. i don't know how they thought this would work they were like they're too old
1: they they were just trying to ride the wave. Slater was Mario Lopez jacked himself up even more. For the like he's in college now. He's probably 35 at this point and he is like so jacked up. He's so much more like muscular and and uh works out a lot more, I think.
0: I agree. He is <laughs> a a real a, a real hunk of a uh, a hunk of something in this. <laughs> like they put him in some very tight clothes we are like, all right, that's a pretty tight polo shirt. I can't say I would wear a polo shirt quite that tight. I but once, he's, he's I once called
1: off. a guy a beefcake because uh, I thought that it meant...
0: You called me a beefcake just this morning. Well, you're like, I hey there beefcake, we still earlier, podcasting today? Earlier, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, buddy, you know it, man. 1230, That's one on of my, That's
1: one of my go-tos for sure. I, I always thought that it meant like big and muscly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, you called uh, people beefcakes. A bunch of people Just always called me a slim Jim all the time (laughs) for some reason. I don't know what that meant. I was like, well. I don't know what that means. I'm not necessarily a Slim Jim, but I'm certainly not a beefcake. There's that
1: Slim Jim Doreen.
0: Look at him. Yeah, exactly. I'd be more like a hot link or something like that. Okay. Like, I don't what know. What about a Big Mama's pickled sausage? Would I you can't be that? Say I'm familiar with Big Mama's pickled sausage, but I do like pickled items in general. So is Big Mama's a local brand or are they national? Do you know? I don't know.
1: You see it in the convenience store. Okay.
0: Yeah. That's probably why I haven't caught that's it. That's
1: a convenience store sausage. I don't
0: buy is. most of my meat at convenience stores, typically. <laughs> I grow my own meat you do? in a lab. Oh, that's uh,
1: that's what that room is. That's what's in there. No mm-hmm. wonder nobody's
0: allowed in there. <laughs> it's definitely not a grow lab, I assure you. It is definitely <laughs> a meat lab, I promise.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm genetically modifying meats, mm-hmm. meat cells.
0: So, uh, unlike Frazier... I decided to spend zero time uh, writing a description for this or even providing a synopsis I just uh, control C control v this thing right on in here <laughs> uh, for your Windows non-mac users on this one uh, so the IMDB description Zach Slater and screech try to set Rogers up on a date with a It legitimately says with a lit female professor. I know she's a literature (laughs) professor at the college, but But I'm going to read it as it is. Zach Slater and Screech try to set Rogers up on a date with a lit female professor to get him out of the dorm so they can have a poker game. Meanwhile, Kelly, Leslie, and Alex develop a crush on their new karate instructor, john hammer and buy with each other to win his affections john hammer yeah i love that they gave the name in the description here so shout out to whoever put up this imdb description i don't know where it's (laughs) generated i I don't know if this is from like the dvd box or if this is what they push out to tv channels when they're syndicating it i'm sure nobody syndicates this no because you can't You can't.
1: you can't uh Edit. It's not like there's user edits on, on IMDb, is there?
0: I mean, there's user submissions. I don't know about the description field. Right. I would imagine the description field is relatively locked or pushed out from whatever the original it's, description was associated with the series, but I don't know. I haven't looked at that. That's got to be controlled by
1: works. somebody at IMDb, I would imagine.
0: <sighs> so <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where these scenes occurred. Uh, Zach's planning a poker game. I can tell you that. We got Zach, Slater, and Screech. To me, that's Mark Paul, Gosselaar, Mario Lopez, and the late Dustin Diamond, no longer with us. Zach talks to the camera a lot yeah. in this episode. I remember it from the original series. You'd think they would have phased that out. No, no, no.
1: That's that's like the core element of the show is that he breaks the fourth wall and talks to you, the audience. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but they really ramp it up in the college years for sure. They're like, okay, because well, they've lost you know half the cast members. Uh, what Whoever. Yeah, Elizabeth Berkley and, and yeah. the girl that played Lisa. That's or, right. I, I don't know her name off the top of my head.
0: Uh, Tuttle. Jesse Spano and Lisa, Lisa Tuttle, Tuttle. Or yeah. Turtle. I can't remember. Or maybe Turtle was the joke name. Lisa and it was Tuttle. Tur- Tur- Turtle? No, I think it was Turtle. I don't know. Was remember. it Lisa Turtle? I think it was, actually. I can't remember. Gosh. Send send more angry emails to jordan please yeah or just tweet me and follow me at uh at strip mall steve <laughs> out there or uh you know follow us on facebook uh you know uh, instagram we've got an at sideshow fraser page for the ig or just subscribe and like plug plug yeah, plug, exactly. plug. What, what do you care this is the middle of saved by the bell uh exactly so the theme song is what we cut to next and this one i can tell you is original because i remember this from the 90s the Standing on the edge of tomorrow. It's so uh, today, 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 it, it, today, it's, today, I, today, It's so cheesy. I but watched
1: this episode with my wife, and she sang the entire thing,
0: yeah. word for word. I I definitely remember this when I was like, "This is the sing the theme song from the '90s." They got it on syndication here, dude. It was amazing. It, it was, it, I, I keep calling it syndication. Sorry.
1: It was. It was so. Uh, it's so poignant. It's so '90s. Uh, it's like the Pete and Pete theme. It just feels correct
0: uh and just encompasses all the cheesiness
2: ba, 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 ba.
0: yeah we'll do another pete and pete episode at some point we're trying to stick to broadcast television but we may do a one-off hbo show oh, or nickelodeon oof. show at For some all the good point. good ones lived i agree uh so mark golick is introduced in the front that's the rogers that they reference in the description okay. up there do you
1: uh do you have <laughs> Do you have some, I'm looking at your list. I'm just trying to make sure I'm not stepping on your toes.
0: Do you have some
1: um, background on, on that character? Do you remember who he is, how he got there?
0: I had his, uh, the character. Yeah, no, Rogers.
1: I'm not talking about the actor. I'm talking oh, okay. The, I'm talking about the, the tell, character. Tell me about the character. Give me so give and, me some and this is this is via my wife. She she because she oh, knew this show. Please
0: give me the research that she, I and that's something do. that
1: I that I found out. I well, obviously we would never watched it. She was like, oh my god, yes. Like I love like not like I love it, but like it was very nostalgic <laughs> for her. And I could tell she watched every episode multiple times. So she, she told me that Rogers. Used to play football for the San Francisco 49ers because he's quite a bit older, right? Mm-hmm. And then what happens is he he never finished college and started playing professional football. Then he retired, then he wanted to go back to college. Mm-hmm. And so he comes back to college, he's enrolled, and he's their TA. That's obviously what you know the whole storyline is, is he's they're trying to get him out of the out of the thing so he can play poker. But he's also on the football team at the college, which... <laughs> he's got to maintain his eligibility, man. He's on the get football in team, uh-huh. though. Right? That seems, sus- that seems pretty suspect
0: to me. I think it's perfect. So I will tell you a little bit about the actor. So that is a bit of a real-life story. It's funny that Wait. your wife knew that. So I had his football card growing up, Mark Golick. So he was an actual he football He was an player. actual NFL player. Was yes. he on the 49ers? That I can't... I did not have the 49ers NFL card. I mean I card. guess that's
1: just a small detail, it doesn't matter. They but.
0: probably just did that cuz he was in the college was in California or something like that. Right. So they were like, all right, put him on the Niners or they were popular at that time. And sure. Like as long as we don't show any merch, we can say whoever on earth we want Sure. Or whatever. So sure. maybe that's why they did it. I think I recall him being on it's like the Seahawks or something in the card, but it was so many years ago. It might have been the Raiders. Wow. Or something. Yeah. No, so he well, was. he a, like a
1: lineman? He's a big old guy.
0: I don't know. I just remember the mullet, and then I was like, I know that name. And I'm like, oh, the dude from Saved by the Bell. See, so like, he retired. So he actually retired from football and went into and acting. And went into acting. I'm sure he ended up as like a stuntman or something like that. Like, no offense to his acting prowess. Yeah, but knowing but,
1: that, like, now, like, Him as the, uh, because he's a horrible actor. I mean, not horrible, but he's He's trying to be the rock. Yeah, yeah. He's just trying to be a. There's plenty of sports guys, I guess, that went into acting.
0: They tried. Michael Jordan Jordan never did
1: acting besides commercials. Uh,
0: No, he did that. Michael Jordan just did gambling. That's all Michael Jordan did was a (laughs) lot of gambling. Even when he did Space Jam, I'm sure he like lost a bet to somebody and was like, "Yeah, I got to do fucking Space Jam." So I'm sure that's all that was. I think that's all he did. This Nike making. I mean, he played incredible game. basketball, obviously. Well, yeah, but, we're not yeah. talking about basketball. Yeah, exactly. Outside of basketball. Yeah, he did some acting occasional <laughs> like, things. That's but, all he did. Yeah, that's all he that's did. That's it. Greatest basketball player of all time, possibly. <laughs> yeah, so Golic, insane mullet, uh, Golic and the mullet. Uh, we see Mario Lopez working at the school cafe. Oh, yeah. I, I forget the name of it. Bird's nest, Raven's nest, some crap about a nest. Zach, uh, I think mooching off some people—is he just asking people for food, grabbing fries out of people's baskets? I can't recall, but Zach's, he seems like a total. He's mooch. He's a
1: total trash bag, so it doesn't, you know, surprise me.
0: Uh, one of the things. So Golik says he's uh, <laughs> going to get a haircut or something like that. Uh, Kinda,
1: you got to spiff up the mullet, man. Yeah, that's the thing. I was like. I, did you notice how close uh, his haircut was to AC Slater's?
2: They yeah, have like identical haircuts. They did have, they have identical haircuts. They the same guy. Haircuts. For sure. uh,
0: so, yeah, I guess I missed the part about the smarter woman. So, yeah, when Golik comes in, he starts for some reason confiding to the dudes about how, hey, I can't get a date. And every time I go out with women, it just ends quickly or something like that. And they make,
1: he, a, they make a, 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 a joke. A, a lightly veiled ejaculation joke with that one. Oh, I
0: missed it. Yeah. I was so checked out. I'm sure I was doing something out in the middle of this. I was just looking up stuff about Lord knows what. Uh, but anyway, All your conspiracy theories. Yeah, that's right. About Saved by the Bell. So yeah, the, the literature teacher, professor, sorry, walks by in this scene and he's like, yeah, that's the kind of woman I'd like to date or something like that. The real smart kind of woman or something. So... He plants that bug in somebody's ear, and I think the girls hear it. So the that would be the Kelly, Leslie, and Alex. Yes. So the it's Kelly's new friends. Yeah, the new friends, the other dorm mates. I'm not going to go into a lot of stuff about the series. I'm sorry, uh, but they see the literature professor, and they're like, "Oh, that's she's super smart, but we can maybe help out or something." Right. And i think that's pretty much all it is but they encourage him to just like go up and talk to her and say what's the worst that could happen yeah maybe. and he's all
1: bashful he's like well no she'll never like me you know very classic sitcomsy stuff
0: yeah so at some point he must talk to her and then he kind of comes in and reveals that he's got a date with her yeah or something like that and that's why he's getting the haircut that's right right so i don't remember the haircut being a big reveal but let's see uh i do remember saying to myself why the F is screech around because he doesn't do shit in this episode. He just <laughs> like I'm like poor screech, like he didn't even really need to be here. Comic
1: and... comic relief that they are forced to keep around to hold to glue the the, the remnants of the show together. I, I don't it feels... understand
0: it. I mean, you're just like he's the. I mean, he seems like a very nice man. There's nothing wrong with him, but I. What is the is he rich? Like, why do these two dudes hang out with him? Like, no offense, like Mario Lopez doesn't need to have Screech in his crew. I get why Screech Mario wants Lopez, Mario Lopez in his Mario crew. Mario Lopez
1: threatens. That's that's their, their the, he's he's
0: so threatening to
1: Screech all of the time, talking about how he's going to beat his ass. Yeah, so they, I don't know why Screech sticks around. Honestly, it's it, not like the why are thing, they I'm hanging just out like, with him? It's he like he why why is Screech even? Still he could around have
0: cooler him? friends that more aligned with what he's into. And you would think going to college
1: cuz was screech smart? Was he that kind of nerd? He invented a robot okay, in the original so, series. I guess so. <laughs> Damn right he was smart. <laughs> but he's kind of a doof, you know what I mean? So he's so? a doof like it's uh, well, it's it's hard to tell. I think, guess he did well in school, so he's book Do you smart. think
0: Bill Gates was you know, just crushing it out there. The yes. guy's a doof. I mean, even though he's smart, I mean, he wasn't like you hear that, Bill. <laughs> he's so suave. He was hanging out with Mario Lopez types. No, he was not hanging with Lopez in college. You're like, eh, I'm gonna go back and hang out. And, you know, I'm a nerd, nerd. I don't know, out that, I don't know that equating Screech with Bill Gates is, is they're identical. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen them lately? <laughs> I mean, well, sorry. I mean, not <laughs> lately. <laughs> <Jeez, Steve. geez. laughs> so. No, he's getting closer every day. <laughs> look, someday it's not much longer, he's gonna look just like Screech. I promise. It's coming, it's coming. <laughs> uh, so during this part, the, the guys are immediately like, All right, sweet, Golick's got Rogers. I'm not gonna call him Rogers, Golick's got a date. Let's get it. now that his ass is out of here. Let's play a poker game because I skipped over it because I didn't care. Uh, that was a reveal earlier is that the guys want to play poker. Golik doesn't want him playing poker. It you know what always matter. annoys me about
1: poker on TV and movies? <sighs> when they don't use the right kind of chips, they use those bullshit, real light, tinkly clinkly chips that sound that are just made of plastic i hate it i refuse to play poker at a table where i'm a big poker snob in that regard i bet you didn't know that about me they're
0: college kids i don't man. give a shit buy they're some good college chips. children get, get mario the lopez to spring has nothing for, to spring he's for wor- better chips he's working at the hornet's nest or I whatever this place is i
1: hate the sound of it that just it annoyed me when they're tinkling those little plastic ass chips around
0: I wonder if they ever break out booze in this series because they definitely, I don't remember them like bringing in alcohol for the poker game here. Mm, so, no, they were drinking
1: sodas. And, then, and let's, this is a good time to point out their other friend that they hang out with who's like just a straight meathead, just that guy that's always there. That's like, oh, yeah, oh God. Yeah, I'm like, I, hey, what's I, going on, dudes? I
0: blocked that guy. Remember out of that my guy? And, and
1: he's yes. like, and Zach's always ripping on him
0: for being an idiot. And yeah. Like, yeah I, that thing. a lot of this series is built around like, let's just make crappy jokes at the expense of other people, yeah. so that that's why you're not getting a lot of uh, in-depth stuff about the dialogue here <laughs> yeah. or anything. Like, the dialogue was pretty poor in this episode across the board. <laughs> it's all terrible. Yeah, where you're like, okay. Hence the is...
1: one-season run.
0: Yeah, I, d- I don't know who it was made for. Like, I don't know who this show was made for in prime time. Like, I think this was a Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. That's Easter, very surprising. Prime time show, where I'm like, was this for 14-year-olds? Was it for college kids? Because no... Supposed College to be for it's obviously this. supposed to be for the people that watched the original series that yeah. wanted to continue the story. Line, we weren't so. watching this garbage no. at that age. No. Like I mean <laughs> I remember watching it later, but definitely not in prime time where I was like, that's appointment TV, you know, 7 p.m. or whatever. Gotta catch I gotta it. I'm, watch I'm
1: sure it. it had diehard fans, though, at the uh, time and it, probably a cult following nowadays.
0: I think I watched it when it re-aired on like USA Network or some crap like that. Like, I think they re-aired it in mornings at some point, And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah," I'll give that thing a go. Sure. But I don't remember catching it's it on TNT. Maybe I did. I said, I don't remember setting it up. Uh, so yeah, they, <laughs> I have no opinion on your poker chips, by the way, I don't play poker. So do it. <laughs> and people out there, uh, again, I know send, there's at least one person that's going to agree all your with your angry emails to this guy. Cause I have no opinion. I've never said anything, uh, even remotely upsetting on this podcast no. ever, and I never will. Of course. No. Uh, so the girls find out about this poker game. They want in on it, but it, again, this is just all a very chauvinistic episode where we're like girls can't hang out it's a uh, this is a ma- a dude's night dudes only at this thing oh my gosh uh so <laughs> <laughs> it's dudes only at, and you're like okay i don't understand that either like it's not like they're spending a ton of time with women in general so if they're not like it it seems like college guys would want to be around girls unless they're just getting beat down all the time by these chicks. Well, it's
1: their and it's. I think it's because it's their girlfriends. So they're just trying to. They're showing that like, oh, we need some time away from our girlfriends to play poker. And yeah, Screech has a Screech has a at the poker table. Screech has a cigar that's like still in the plastic, and he's got it in his mouth. I guess that's supposed to be funny. Uh, yet the entire thing is <sighs> labored to put it to put it <laughs> lightly I
0: don't think anybody labored at all on it's this labored. I think they mailed it in while they were on drugs <laughs> I don't think So I, yeah
1: it's one of two it's either they're trying too hard or they're not trying enough or at all
0: <sighs> So they get the poker game going uh, the girls eventually talk their way in Kelly mentions she doesn't want to go cuz she's going to go to a self defense class uh, so Mike, why do they call it a self-defense class when they're in, I'm jumping the
1: gun, but they're in, they're in full on like judo uniforms. It's not a fucking self-defense class. That's (sighs) judo class. It
0: does seem like for the purposes of training, you would train it more in like what you would wear in day to day or like nightly activities. Like, Hey, if you're trying to protect yourself late at night. Show up with a purse, like that's going to be a weapon you might have, or a clutch, or something like that. And because if I remember up,
1: correctly, every person in the class was a female except for the instructor, yeah, therefore
0: think, it would imply that it's like a female self defense class, it would imply as such, which I totally understand. They're just trying to teach protection, and hey, this is for women only here. Sure. No, crease, and these are no college perfs. girls, like of course, they're gonna we don't want Frazier with the telescope hanging out <laughs> one block away peeping on, peeping this on thing, everybody. God, uh, but. Yeah, so I don't know why it's um, all women. I would imagine like you could do a co-ed at this point. There's no reason not to unless... Yeah. You know, the trainer's just teaching a very, like... No,
1: it's clearly judo. There's ground tactics involved, and, and it's just all throws. It's either judo or Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and I don't know enough about this stuff. I'm, I wouldn't call myself, a, a you know, a connoisseur of martial arts,
0: but. I only fight dirty. That's all I have. <laughs> like I have no formal training whatsoever. Like, I'm going to find my... You're going for the eyes
1: or the hair, yeah, or... Yeah, I'll
0: pull out my car key, and it's going right to your throat. Oh, my God. You know, and just like, all right, we're going to end this quick... You're the guy that's got like a clot full of dirt in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> At all times. I mean, that's just because I don't wash my jeans enough, but yes, I <laughs> it do It comes have in that. handy, though. Exactly. That's right. I've got all kinds of coins that are just razor sharp that I've just like shaved. Do you ever take a karate class? No, I don't think I ever. took I took karate one
1: karate class. class once. I begged my parents for years, and they gave me the best excuse. Now, as a parent, I respect the response that they <laughs> gave me. They a said, terrible rack. They said, talking. They said uh, "No, you can't take karate because we're afraid you're too, you're so good already that you'll hurt somebody." Which mm-hmm. was, and I was like, "Perfect. Your hands like, are lethal weapons." I was so satisfied by that answer. I was like, "You know something? You're right. Like you you're absolutely correct about that. I think I probably am gonna hurt somebody, so I should just stay and train myself." Uh, because it's working for me so much for already. the good of society. But I did take one class at the rec center, uh, and Did you wreck anything? <clears throat> well, I learned I learned how to karate, like, tech, like You uh, learned how to karate. I learned how to karate a little bit. Hell like yeah. a, I learned a karate punch, like the correct way to punch. I had a friend that was in the class, and he was like, "Come on, it's friends night." And I went and
0: uh, learned how to karate punch. Hell yeah, I know how to karate. Mm. No, you can't say karate punch. You just have to say, I know how to karate. I know know how to karate. Yeah, not I know karate. I know how to karate. I know how
1: to karate somebody.
0: Uh, So Golik walks in here. His date apparently lasted 37 minutes. Mm. Odd that he timed it so specifically, but I guess you do if it's less than an hour. He
1: had a record to beat probably so because he mentioned it he mentioned how his dates were really short all of his dates were short so maybe he was like i'm gonna time it to see how long this one is and he (laughs) timed it
0: back in your day you ever have any 37 minute short dates oh i'm
1: pretty sure i did uh i can't think of any off top of my head that i'd like to talk
0: about with our listeners
1: right now interesting
0: On that note, Screech is still around for no fucking reason in this episode. He's just sitting there like, again, he's part of this poker game, but it's more that meathead dude like you're talking about. Uh, And he's just
1: got lots of food. That's the the guy's shtick is he's a big, he's obviously a football player or something. He's a sports guy. I know. And they make
0: weight jokes about, like, they make all kinds of just, like, low-hanging fruit garbage-like I feel like there was
1: one good joke that is that is in my head.
0: And I don't even remember in, what the, the joke entire was. series. Yeah. There was maybe one good joke. I don't remember
1: what the, what the, I remember the punchline was something along the lines of like jock lung, okay. which I think is
0: funny. They stumbled into one. All I've right. got the jock, co- He's got a case of jock lung. Conceptually. They found their one. Uh, so Kelly and her friends are all in the self-defense class and they're all now super into this instructor who looks like fricking Seagal. Yeah, he like does. he's not hot. I mean, at least Maybe chicks thought this was hot at the time. All the cigar well, look, but.
1: The, when the dude walked in, the, the 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 women in the audience did the typical, like, woo.
0: Yeah, the married with children style, yeah. you know. Yeah,
1: the 90s the nineties uh, audience, you know, response.
0: Love it. I, that's my favorite part of the 90s. I love it. We don't it. get When somebody kisses,
1: enough.
0: ooh. Yeah just give me a couple of those every now and then when i don't expect it i like, hear that in, th-
1: i hear that in my life sorry to, <laughs> sorry to speak over you but i hear that on a daily basis in my life in my head
0: yeah i hear a lot of creepy things in my head none of which i can reveal here unfortunately <laughs> uh so the girls come back they uh eventually see golik there and they're like all right we'll help you out with this lady but only if you're allowed, only if they're allowed to play poker with the dude. So Golik hangs around. He plays poker with them, right? Mm-hmm. I'm he pretty busts sure. Him. He busts yeah, him. Yeah, he, he busts him up. But then he gets into the game. I guess. I don't remember. No money. I think I can't remember. I remember. He might take all the money and he's like, well, let's just play. Fuck it. I don't
1: care. I don't remember, honestly. I, obviously, we watched this one so intensely.
0: Yeah, exactly. He, he, I, my notes just say he keeps hanging around with Zach and the dude. So I can't remember <laughs> if he shuts down the poker game or not. Uh, the girls get there that Golick finally gets a date because the girls help him. He eventually... You see this chick... Or this I'm oh, sorry. This professor, this that's fine say, woman. She's, she's a distinguished she, professor. Exactly. These, she's of a distinguished literature. professor of literature. And she decides to... Who happens to, to look like a supermodel. Yeah, she... Okay, so maybe that's it. He hasn't gone out with the literature professor yet. He went out with some other bimbo or something. But like... <laughs> I don't know. I get confused. I paid no attention to this episode to cover it for you all. Um, but don't waste your time watching it. Waste your time watching anything else. Look out your window. Watch a paint dry somewhere, or I watch don't the care. entire series, or yeah, or do that. That would be you just as productive. Yourself? Um. Anyway, so they come back. Eventually, he gets a date with this woman. They start talking. They open up. They're both very, very nervous. So yeah, that's what it is. They're finally out on the date to, with each other. The disregard everything you heard about the 37 minute date with her. That's not what it was. <laughs> that was the different one. Um, uh, but your explanation is as, as confusing as the episode. Damn was. right. Exactly. <laughs> so here's what happened in this episode. A big load of nothing up top. Zach says some dumb shit. Uh, golet comes in, busts up a poker game, basically says he's going out with some chicken that it doesn't happen. All the girls are into a self-defense instructor and that pretty much goes nowhere I think maybe he hits on Kelly or something like that, but that's about the extent of it. Like it goes nowhere. It's just the girls went to self-defense class. So they had a storyline. It It was was exactly what I was like. Okay, this is a nothing. Like, are they one of them going to do something? Are they going to bring him back to the poker game? Does this escalate in any way? No, it it went nowhere. Absolutely does not contribute to the episode. No, it did nothing. So yeah, apologies. I took no notes on that. Much like Screech. Yeah. And then finally, after waiting through 18 minutes of this, Fucking hell! They get to this date with Golik and this professor woman, which seems like again it also appeared out of nowhere. Yeah. Which is like, hey, we've got a date together, and then they're in a room, looks like a break room at yeah. an office. Like I don't even know what the fuck it is. I don't think it's like it's a not restaurant, like a coffee shop, or anything. Yeah, I don't know what
1: the hell it was. Uh but maybe it was part of the university.
0: Okay, or like that, part of the dorm. That that's probably maybe what it, it was. Maybe the
1: university, because she works there, and he sort of works there. He's a student, but. <sighs> I guess so. Uh,
0: that I mean, that makes sense. Like she probably just wants to not have to go far in case this is. would there be? A- they just didn't want to build another set. They probably had one fucking set <laughs> over there, and they're like, just set them up in that damn break room we had to build for that one set two weeks ago. W- wouldn't it be like kind of a conflict of interest
1: uh, for her because of the fact that he's a student technically?
0: I don't think so. I think professors are hooking up. I think Kelly hooks up with the professor in this series. Oh, that's G- true. She does. Yeah, she, I think she's definitely in
1: in their universe. It's it's okay.
0: Yeah, and then she goes to nine hundred two one zero and hooks up with every professor out there. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um so they open up and it's actually a pretty sweet end to the episode here. The entire premise is you basically could have boiled it down to oh hey guess what opposites attract. And so she's super smart, Golik is a super idiot, but he's honest and forthcoming about hey you make me really nervous cuz you're super smart. And then she eventually opens up and is like hey even though you're a terrible idiot to talk to and this date's been awful so far and you've stepped in it multiple times, <laughs> uh She basically reduces him to like, well, you're hunky.
1: yeah, And that's the whole fucking episode. She she likes that he's a hunk. I love that you wrote that.
0: She basically likes that he's he's
1: a, quote, hunk.
0: like, okay, so this guy wants to better himself. And this chick completely just lowers herself to his standards or whatever. Or not lowers herself to his standards because his standards are relatively high. But lowers her standards for a man and says, all right, you seem nice. But ultimately, I just like you because you're a hunk. And then a smoke alarm fucking goes off in that break room, so it's got to be at the school somewhere. Because yeah, the kids bust in, right? And they just blow through the smoke alarm and just start fucking on day one, night one. Yeah, ten minutes after, because she says, "I think you're a hunk. I think you're smart." Bam! It turns into a nine hundred two one zero. Yeah,
1: and it's and again, just very surprising that they just it's just you know all of a sudden porn. I don't think people make it to the end of the episode very often.
0: People, you have to. There's nothing else to watch. People, the whole episode. What are you talking about? The first fucking the whole whole thing. I'm sorry, I get so angry. There was nothing here. Steve, <laughs> Steve
1: is on a chair. There's nothing screaming in in the studio.
0: I've never felt a bigger waste of my time than going back and being like, why did they put this on prime time? I watched that episode twice, by I, the way, I did not. Oh God. You
1: think that I would. And that, sh- that goes to show. Cause you know, I mean, I can absorb information. That goes to show how much of an impact that story with those characters in the writing had on my brain.
0: Uh I feel like there's any, like obviously original saved by the bell is not going. I don't know that they're much better. But this was certainly not worthy of prime time in any way, shape, or form. Again, like, it was
1: just greenlit. It was just greenlit to like like nowadays they make eighteen movies out of one franchise. You know, it's like they were just it was kind of the the beginning stages of of that kind of shit happening. And they were like, well, let's keep it rolling. They I told you after this they do another like special or some shit where Zach gets married. Zach and Kelly get married. Well,
0: God bless Mario Lopez for getting out of this shit hole of a series and making himself into something legitimate. And I think Tiffany Thiessen's done pretty well for herself as well. Oh, yeah. Gosler did Franklin and Bash or some crap. Do you
1: remember – There was a ninth-grade dance – and everybody thought that the dj was mark no. paul cosler <laughs> do you remember that everybody god thought that damn that it DJ, now i do everybody thought that hilarious. DJ. it like spread through the dance of like there was a rumor it that spread through the dance that like oh my god that's zach from saved by well, the bell just, and it turned out to be just like somebody's
0: dad of like, course <laughs> uh, but that's the stupid thing about dallas too is that like vanilla ice is from around here so like randomly after Vanilla Ice lost all his money. And I think before he started flipping homes yep. and stuff like that, he was just around and you could just like see him randomly doing stuff. Like, and, oh, then, yeah. and then eventually touring picked back up and he started flipping homes and he was fine. But <laughs> I, it was believable at that point in time in like the 2000, 2001 era. I was like, man, is Mark Paul Gossler just sitting here having to do freaking ninth grade dances? Ninth, he's a DJ now. He's a DJ now. Anyway, I'm sorry we wasted your time on most of this. Tune in next time for an episode of Frasier. It's episode six called The Crucible. And then for our sideshow episode, we've got a real good one for you. So stay tuned. Oh, the mystery evolves. Yeah, there's no mystery. I just haven't picked one out yet. So we'll pick one out and we'll uh, let you know next week. That's behind the curtain stuff. Yeah, it, it is less cool. Maybe we'll cut before that or maybe I'll make the editor leave all this stuff in. Steve? Leave all this stuff in. Thanks, Steve. Fuck you, Steve.
2: Who <laughs> Are you ready for some Frasier
0: and another TV show? Sideshow Frasier, Sideshow, Sideshow Frasier. Sideshow Frasier, Sideshow Frasier. Sideshow Frasier.